Hello and welcome to episode 12 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and model Sagittarius, Mark. You've stumped me. Have I? You haven't read my notes this time. No. Um, I found out what uh, star sign you were mm. and looked at the traits of a Sagittarius. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> this, is a ch- this is a chat. Come on. No, no. Yeah, I'll come back to me. You've just, you've just signed. I'm about to re-record. Okay, <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't need to re-record. Okay. This is just. <laughs> this is it's coincidence weird, to a new level. Yeah. This is a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, conspiracy, and dodgy clubs in the centre of Munich. We're all work in progress, as you can tell by dropping my pen. <laughs> and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives, and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness, then our work here. Is, is done. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to join in on oh, that. Part. You're still on one. Yeah. A week later. I've just had still, some well, whole few nut. days later. Just had some whole nut. Yeah, you're just saying how um, it's really important not to eat or check your phone messages live mm. on air. We don't. Um, no, we don't. No. You're just saying how important. So you're not, but other I people do. do. By the sounds of it, they do. And professional folk. I'm going to have a sip of coffee though, because coffee is um, coffee's good. Um, did you, did you like the meme I sent to you today with Sleeping Beauty? It was excellent. I like that you um you enjoy Saturdays. Did you always enjoy Saturdays? Or did you really enjoy Saturdays? Well, I rank record? obviously I rank the days of the week. Okay, is Saturday sixth? No, Saturday is top. No, it has to be in terms of the sixth day of the week. You've lost me. <laughs> well, Saturday is the sixth. Yeah. Day of the week. Does that not rank at all as a? It's just a. The fact it's the never mind. Okay, so you enjoy Saturdays. I love Saturdays. <laughs> I like that you kind of. Um, I just. Uh, the, the I like if if that's a regular thing, I'd really like it. I guess, I guess that's what I'm saying. You texted me a little cute gif <laughs> on a Saturday morning. Yeah, of a Disney princess for fast deadline. Not deadlining. What is it? Main not mainlining. Mainlining, mainlining coffee. coffee. Yeah. So uh, in this episode, um, we've rolled on a few things. All being well, you listened to the last episode and realised we couldn't cram it all in. We've rolled over a few things. But in warm-up and stretch, uh, we're going to be talking about the moon and the stars. Uh, work-life ballet, we've got uh, acceptance and dropping give me 20. We're going to roll over the testosterone from last episode. There's lots of things blending, isn't there? It's acceptance, mm. perceptions, expectations. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good loads summary. Of stuff. We're talking... I think last week about tag clouds. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether people use tag clouds anymore, whether they're a very kind of early noughties thing or online okay. of words that people are using. I, I, think, yeah. no, I think people still do, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. They do. And we, I was thinking about our tag cloud. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, what, what it would be if we had one. And what's, what's going to be the biggest? Yeah. And I think acceptance always pops up. Um, expectation. Um, Coffee. <laughs> yeah. What are the ones? There. Well, also, I, also these sayings that as I, I mentioned to you before the podcast that one of my clients, had, as the, he smiled, picked up the things that you always say, things that I always say, and I didn't. What was the one? I've forgotten completely. And you agree before I'd even said what he said, you said it. The bit around. The bit around. Okay. Yeah, but we've all got that, haven't we? I guess I say I guess a lot, <laughs> which is <laughs> or interesting. I, or I don't have the information to hand. <laughs> it's normally the one I use. <laughs> Um, or this is above my pay grade, that kind of, you know, pretty yeah. much everything we say on here is well above my pay grade. Yeah. I think, yeah, if you, if you start listening to that particular client, I bet they've got a whole wealth of... I guess everyone does, yeah. Because yeah. we were saying about back in the day when we started, wasn't it, about are we going to have sort of punchlines or things that, and you said they can only come naturally. Catchphrases, we, yeah. We can't... You've, you've we started can't one at the end them. of this podcast, which I think is really cool. Go on. If you're not, this is all new to me. It, it might be my word. You listen so to the end of that. our podcast, do you? Do you? you listen? Yeah. We're talking about this as well, won't we, that we listen back. Yeah. I've, well, it's, I, just, it's just to get the well, viewing nothing, figures up. Yeah, there's that. But figures. it is. Um, I've been caught in in this particular room where we record mm. with us going through the speaker. Yeah. Looking like a massive narcissist. Yeah. You know? And still laughing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they come in just, and say, kind of looks at me and go, well, again? And yeah. It's like, it's research. I'm listening yeah. back to us so I can pick up on... It's all nuanced, isn't it? It's and not I don't like... just sit there, with, you know, I don't walk around with us in our headphones, you know, I'm not, apparently there's a... I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the time. I best. always think of the story about, I don't know whether this is true, again, it's probably like my, you know, gold paint one and, and Bond, but R. Kelly mm. uh, was kind of known for driving, allegedly known for driving around LA, wherever he is, you know, in a... In a um, Car? Oh. <laughs> 
Those are that roofs. What are they called? Convertible. Yeah, convertibles. Um, playing his playing his own music. Okay. Full full pelt. There's a little bit. I kind of. He's known for more things than that now, isn't he? Oh God, yeah. I just remembered that. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. So, <laughs> so do you believe in horoscopes? No. At all. No. Do you not? No. Yeah, conspiracies you believe in. Mm-hmm. I guess my point is. Is this, a, is this a scientific, this can be proved or it can't be proved? It all comes from science. And of course, we all look at horoscopes and we would read these things and we all pull out the old confirmation bias. We all pull out the stuff we want, mm-hmm. our own narrative um, and our own belief system. And we pull out the stuff that is either, that fits. I want to be like that. I'm looking at you in the same way I looked at you when you talked about Goldfinger and the paint. Disdain. Sorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> pity <laughs> anything anything it's it's like you can buy a book that goes what your dreams really mean well how can any it's just somebody's interpretation of yeah, what when, your dreams really yeah mean. when you get into that if you know you could argue that you know say you dream about uh that the, the cupboard drawers opening and all the cutlery falling out mm. you go it's just about control you like things in their own place yeah. and that's an anxiety yeah. or then it's the opposite isn't it if you don't worry if you're dreaming of death because it means new birth is on the way <laughs> yeah it's, it's, no horoscope you can't even start on horoscope and I'm, may, maybe there's a few people listening who are going to vehemently disagree but in in terms of being rational you cannot think of the seven and a half billion people that that, that one twelfth of those so basically a billion people yeah in this world all are born in a month. Who are born in this mm-hmm. fixed time share the same characters. We just had a, a full, I think, a full moon this. I think some moons were new moons, full moon. Oh, I believe everything in the full moon, yeah. If it can bloody control the waves and periods and everything else, yeah. Right, and it can't control the way we the way we behave, our characteristics are... The moon can, but the horoscopes, horoscopes can. Yeah, but my point is they're based on... They're, they're based on a naturally occurring event yeah. that is then given a, a human perspective. And as soon as you've got a human perspective, that goes. I totally accept. So, okay, no, so you, it, the moon and the stars can have an effect on your... 100%. On, on your energy 100%. and what you're doing now. It just, the time when you were born had nothing to do with it. Exactly. Because okay. that's human interpretation. Yeah. But the natural, of course it does. Anything that can control the bloody waves is going to have an influence on me. I'm no canute. (laughs) 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 Do you not get the reference? I want to say King Canute. Yeah, yeah. He tried to stop the waves, didn't he? He sat in front of the waves and told them to stop. I thought he was a blues artist. King Canute. Benny King. (laughs) Benny King Canute. You know how we just had the coffee between... um... We had too much coffee. (laughs) Not... And we were just going, actually, I thought the last episode was really, really good. We yeah. were on fire today, and I just feel like we just hit a complete wall. Are you going to edit all this? <laughs> Should we just start again? <laughs> okay, let's start again. Oh, have I got to read the whole beginning bit out? Yeah, let's just No, let's again. just start this one out. Let's just start this one out. Um, but I've lost where we are. I've lost, I've lost the... the first, um, can you... The first bit was okay. We were funny. The first <laughs> little bit was okay. I don't think we've ever been funny. <laughs> Um, I put my jumper on. That's what's happening. I'm, I'm overheating again. You're sweating, aren't you? Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Um, do you want to tell the listeners a story while I take my jumper off? Are we gonna just just nod while you take your jumper off? Are we are we editing nearly everything we've just spoken about? We're perfectly imperfect, and we have to embrace that. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm. What's coffeeed up? What's um, caffeine caffeined up? up. Yeah, yeah, you're feeling it. It's good. It's hitting the spot. It's, this is a. This feels like a strong coffee to me. It's the same one you had three, four days ago <laughs> when we recorded the last podcast. Yeah. No, I do just you mean, like it because yes, I do like this. Okay. It's it's. Isn't this, this is what we'll be giving away in our competition? I'm going to enter then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't. no, I do That's like against this against the terms and conditions. Oh. I well, mean, we're the only staff, so yeah. we're the only two that can't enter it. Okay. Your friends and family can. Um, I think it's delicious. I do. This is my favourite coffee since been. It's. I like the strength of this one. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh, I'll tell you what. I need to bring this up now. One of the things we said was, what did you describe it as? Moon and stars, didn't you? Yes, I did, yeah. Okay. Firstly, I love that description. Secondly, I would like, if it's okay with you, to just quick fire round, mm-hmm. as they would say on Question of Sport, with the lovely Sue Barker, so here we go, here we go. So quick fire, you want to do... I just want to, I'm going to start on the coffee. Are you improvising? 
No, 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 no. I've done research on this. This isn't improvisation. I've just got too much to say and I've got too much caffeine, so it needs to come out. Let rip. Number one, smart coffee machines with Wi-Fi. Have you heard about it? So it's not your idea. This is actually a thing. This is a thing in America. Shoot. Okay. It sounds like the classic, you know, in Dragon's Den, when the dragons turn around and go, just because just you, can, you can doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you, you should. should. Yeah. I'm not going to go into massive detail. I'm going to read this out just because I want to get this right. Mm-hmm. A machine called the Custom Smart, and it's set to be the company's most uh, expensive machine. It can recognize, it has software that can recognize every one of the more than 800 pod varieties Crew Gig Manufacturers, that's the name of the, the company, K-E-U-R-I-G, including those under license from the likes of Starbucks and Dunkin' Brands Group. So what happens is the software within the coffee machine looks at the pod and works out from what is in the pod, you know, the type of coffee and what brew and blah, 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 blah. It will then brew the contents of the pod to exact specification it knows to the degree what temperature the water should automatically be warmed to or mm. cooled to, mm-hmm. the pace at which it then trickles through the grind and into the cup. Which to me, if you're using pods, sounds quite... This is sounding very cool, right? So that idea is very cool to me. Okay. Because I think most coffee establishments burn the living crap out of their coffee just by putting the too hot water through it. Yes, 100%. So it, the beans... And, and knowing the coffee roasters and how accurate they are in yeah. their roasting. Gets ruined. Gets ruined by dickheads who claim they're bar- baristas. Yeah. And although it's I... Ju- and it's literally volcanic. And you yes. can't... It's just ruined the whole... Te- and it, it winds me up. You're exactly right. So and that is great. But so so just for clarification, is, is it identifying the, the pod? Yeah. Or is it identifying the coffee? Because that would be another Both. level. Of- so the, the pod itself will have... An identifiable, that makes sense. Yeah. It's not going to go, mm, it's not going to taste the coffee. <laughs> I think this is Starbucks, blah, 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 because that is like. No, it'll be told. The pods will tell the machine okay, I'm into that. what's in it. And these pods are all aluminium now, so they're all fully recyclable. So pods are cool now because pods a year or so ago were the yeah. devil's making. Yeah. Correct? So Correct. Pod, we're all good with pods. There's a little bit of me that... Because I must admit, the pod you've got, when you gave me that coffee and I come to yours, it's like, that is banging. And you bought that some pods around here, and I just decan- you literally cut yeah. them open and put yeah. them in my bean to cup, and they t- it tasted brilliant. Yeah. That's so a- it, pods are... Some people are a bit sniffy about it. I'm not sniffy about pods. I think the thing I'm sniffy about is the whole recycling thing. It's like, oh, now we can recycle it. We're saving the world. But you still got to make the thing in the first place. Yeah. And there's still an industry around transporting. And yeah. So it's, it's a little bit... carbon footprint I, of making. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw an advert for almond milk by Alpro, and it was basically saying we're saving the world because all our almonds are grown in the Mediterranean. And I think they were making the point that they weren't grown in America, and therefore the fact that they were then flown to this country to be made into almond milk yeah. was less. But yeah. I'm thinking, but without being picky, the, the, the milk that I drink comes from a cow five miles down the road. How do you know that? Oh, because you can get it from there. Yeah, I've got a pet cow. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm surprised I think that hasn't come that... up. <laughs> Have you? So. Oh, no, come on. <laughs> no, I haven't got a pet cow. Oh. So anyway, this is the next bit. This is the bit that, that is going to link. One day we will do conspiracy theories. Not yet. So in upgrading the roster of products by connecting more of them to the web, they see an opportunity to monetize the data these machines send back and you're thinking or i'm thinking well what data is that so they can the data can be what pods sell best and what people like and blah 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 this to me is mind-blowing so in 2017 this company installed 10,000 connected brewers in american households on a one-way basis customers couldn't customize their coffees from their phones because this is the new thing on the wi-fi you can now customize your so the bit I said that the machine would do by itself, you can now override the machine and do it yourself to have it, the water hotter or less or whatever. Mm-hmm. Customers couldn't yet customize their coffees, but whenever the machine would brew a cup, it would send a notification to the company in less than a minute of the drip detailing which pod had been used at which location, at what settings and at what time. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that scare you a little bit? We touched on the social dilemma last episode, didn't really get into it but, but, but the, you're having a cup of coffee data in 2017 this is three years ago 
yeah. a cup of coffee is being made in 10,000 households in America. Mm-hmm. And within one minute, the yeah. company supplying that coffee machine know what pod you've used, yeah. what temperature the water was, yeah. and where you are. Uh, what, I, I don't know what's your, where you're coming from. What, what, what's, your, what's your message? <laughs> well, is that scary? I'm thinking, you know, these things are great. This is where technology is brilliant. Because if you put that into making that experience better for that coffee lover, happy days. If that data is now going to be taken off and, you know, sold to the highest bidder, the usual, you know, sold to the advertiser, and we are into the kind of the social dilemma. I guess, um, I, I guess for film, me, this is a lot. St- that, that sounds great. But what they're doing with you is, you know. It's it, what they're doing with your data. Course. Yeah. So basically you'd be making coffee at home and somebody or some computer is going. Were they aware of it? Do they sign up? Yes, they signed up for so. it. But again, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is the Big Brother thing. But that was still three years ago. A lot of things changed in three I mean, years. You know, um, it's probably amazing how many, how much other than the type of coffee they use. That you know, they're literally your drinking habit, your coffee consuming habits, mm. based the time, the frequency, all that kind of stuff. It becomes really valuable. It's to great them. data. Yes, but it, it is, still yeah. worries me that someone knows at three twelve in the afternoon I'm having a cup of this. I don't know. I think we differ on this, so we'll move yeah, on. Yeah, or like, no, I think okay. I think it's important. We won't. <laughs> no, I think it's okay. Yeah. I think like anything, it's um it's what they're doing with it. But I just don't trust. Do you not? No. But you've got a mobile phone. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know, I know all that. And you with your bank card in the back of it. <laughs> or I could sit here and take your number. Yeah. If you <laughs> Yeah, I subtly faced it the wrong way or the right way for you to be able to do a fraudulent <laughs> claim. Have you seen the new um update on Apple? This was another discussion with I'm not Brian. an Apple man. No, so iOS 14, when your microphone is being used, a little dot appears in the top right-hand corner. So it's on all the time, is it? <laughs> Just this well, I, re- I reset my my phone, I reset all the data and all the uh, settings of my apps because I was having a bit of a problem on my Android, so I wiped the whole lot. And then, of course, it, it defaults everything, so none of your location settings are on. Yeah. It's not attached to your contacts, yeah. it's not attached to your media, microphone, all those kind of things. Then it's amazing, actually, how many of the apps, which you think wouldn't have any reason to have microphone access mm. or contact access are starting to request access to those things yeah you go hold on why is it what is that one and then you yeah. start to go you know well why not if they can why does my fridge need to have access to my photographs that's my big <laughs> one that's on smart fridges that's part of the contract that's, that's have you got a smart fridge or is this another you got a pet cow are you just teasing me no i haven't got a smart i don't fridge know what to believe that. anymore no it's all in the illusion. Go on, next, quick fire. It's not very okay. quick. <laughs> Smart coffee. Just, I'm just going to do that out. Next. Right. The picture I sent to you of making sense. Talk about coincidences. Oh, the podcast that you client mentioned you making sense. Sam two, Harris. Three years ago. Uh, 2019. I took a photograph. So 18 months ago, February 2019, I took a photograph of the podcast. Never listened to it, but had it in my photos to go listen to this one day. Mm-hmm. Forgot about it, and then 18 months later, a client goes. Have you listened to this podcast? And I went, no, I've never heard of it. Go through my photos. Yeah, you had. I had course. heard of yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. lied. We didn't. No. Not knowingly. Not knowingly. So that was a coincidence. And the second coincidence, now this, this is stretching coincidence, but it still made me smile. When I was complaining about gin adverts by looking at daytime TV and feeling sorry for myself, yeah. um, there was a program, I don't even know what the program was, but it had a pair of Muhammad Ali's boxing shoes. Boxing uh-huh. shoes? Boots? Yeah. Boxing things, boxing feet coverings. <laughs> and he... Um, foot mittens. Foot mittens. <laughs> He'd um, requested that they had tassels, three red tassels. Yeah. Reminded me of Leeds United, things that they used to put under their socks in the 70s. Can you remember those? Shin pads? No. It was where you folded your socks over. There was a little silk square that came down with little tassels on that either had the, the club badge or your number. I think I had those in Cubs, a little elastic thing that went around my, to hold my socks up. Yeah. Well, Leeds United, we'll, we'll put that on Instagram. That, that'll, that'll get the followers up into double figures. So anyway, so I'd seen this thing about Muhammad Ali saying to his sponsors, yeah. I want to have tassels. And part of it was because he danced around the ring. The tassels oh, danced around. All about theatre, isn't he? Floating like a butterfly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stinging like a bee, tasseled like a stripper. And <laughs> <laughs> so he wanted these on. So when his quick feet moved, it would give that yeah, illusion. Yeah. So um spoke to a friend 
yesterday who is into um, design and sewing and materials Mm -hmm. and who is holding a a sewing class today Mm -hmm. and just rang them up to sort out um, a training appointment. And she said, oh, bear with me a minute. I'm just getting some tassels out for my sewing class tomorrow. And I went, don't tell me you've got a red one in your hand. And she said, yes, I have. Why? And so it's a bit of a... This would have been fine in it until you mentioned strippers. <laughs> <laughs> Are you now stuck yeah, on that image? I'm, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I'm a child. You are. <laughs> in a man's body. <laughs> <laughs> getting, get, getting there. So, <laughs> so anyway, I think, so, that's, I think that's a big coincidence. She had a, a, red, a red tassel in her hand while she would... I just watched a programme with Mohammed. Okay, it's maybe... Okay, moving on. Next. Next. My music tastes are 83% match with Addison Ray, who's the second biggest TikToker in the world. We'll leave that one there. Moving on. Okay, I, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> no. Spotify do a new thing. You can choose somebody and it works out how many of your music, how your music taste is linked to this person. Addison? Addison Ray, R-A-E. She's a dancer oh. America. How old? Just, just thinking about in terms of, you know, we're talking about generations and matching. I would say about 25, looking oh, right. at the photograph. So I've DM'd her, but <laughs> if we've got Naturally. 83% in common. Did you write one, on, one of those little leading lines like, what's up, Bay? You don't know me. No. You know what's what I mean? up, Bay? Oh, 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 about your... notification, TikTok notifications. Yeah. You've, got to, you've got to write the kind of misleading, hey, you know. I need to go hey, back. Hey, big boy. <laughs> I, I, when we, when we, when we, when we, when we... <laughs> When we talked about you and your TikTok the other day and going, yeah. oh, someone's there in a blouse, is like slightly undone. And I was disappointed when I clicked onto it. I listened to that. You just sound, you just sound what? dodgy. Do I? I clicked on the picture of a woman and I was disappointed. Like, yeah, what? Well, she I, was still no, closed. You, 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 yeah, but... No, I just, you've just taken it down a level and you have with the tassels as well. It's I just have a strip. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Takes two to tango. Okay. So, um... Yeah, Addison Ray. So 80, 83% linked with her. So I was pleased with Go that. On, so you've had some time on your hands this week, haven't you? <laughs> Being ill is fun, isn't it? Um, and the final one, this is going to go serious now. This was the thing that I alluded to in the last podcast where I said I wanted to put this up as an instant story, but I didn't feel comfortable in doing it. Yes. So what I want to do is read these two things and then... Um, just explain why I was going to put up as a story and why I haven't. This is from Sainsbury's and for our American listeners and also people in Suriname. Yes. Um, who might not have heard of the Sainsbury's. They're a big, um, a big supermarket chain in the UK. And so they put this out. There is Orange's Trump. There is Orange's Trump, yeah. Just to paint a little bit more of a picture. Yeah. Um, so we are proud to celebrate Black History Month, together with our black colleagues, customers and communities, and we will not tolerate racism. Now, to me... So what was the context? Where, where did they put... Where, sorry, where was this? This was, the context? this was on Twitter. Okay, what, a little graphic or just text? I'll show you. Or, I'll okay. show you. It's just a text with some colours okay. behind, which I guess are to do with um, Black History Month. Yep. For me, personally, it's a strange thing. We're proud to celebrate the Black History Month together with our black colleagues, customers and communities. Full stop. That's... That's what you should be saying. Mm-hmm. We're proud to. Yep. And we will not tolerate racism. Probably doesn't need to be put in there. You can allude mm-hmm. to that or then maybe mention it later. But let's just have, we're proud to celebrate. It doesn't need, it's almost like a little tagline. And by the way, in oh. case you're in on any doubt. By the way, we're not racist. Yeah. Not only are we celebrating it, but we aren't racist. So we want to yeah. make that clear. Okay, yeah. We proudly represent and serve our diverse society and anyone who does not want to shop with an inclusive retailer is welcome to shop elsewhere. I think that's a little bit passive aggressive. I don't, I don't quite get it. Why can we not celebrate Black History Month? Why can we not be positive? Why can we not say maybe within our stores we will be promoting this? Yeah, basically, they put out a positive message and... And then go, and if you don't it, like it... <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off, yeah. Go to Asda. And I just thought, I don't, I don't think it really needed that at the end to make your point. Anyway... Mm-hmm. Sainsbury's also put out, as part of um, their, their equality and diversity, a bigger statement. I'm not going to read the whole statement, but the end of the statement from Sainsbury's that came out the day before what I've just read mm. said this. 
As part of our commitment to ensure that our black colleagues have a fair and enjoyable experience working at Sainsbury's, that's fine, we are reviewing and publishing our ethnicity pay gap later this year. Right. So they know they have an ethnicity pay gap and they're going to review it and then let people know about it. And I'm sort of thinking it's fine putting something forward to say you're not racist and if you are and you don't like us being inclusive, Mm -hmm. but we have a pay gap. Yeah. Now, you could say on the positive side, great, you're doing something about it, you've admitted Mm. it. But it's also like, well, maybe do something (laughs) about the pay gap before you start supporting your black colleagues and the community. And that pay gap obviously is there. Yeah. And having looked into this, this is clear that the top echelons of Sainsbury's are predominantly white, like massively. Right underrepresentation from yeah. from black groups mm-hmm. and so that's why there's a pay gap it isn't that somebody who is black okay yeah on in, a the, in, the, in the same white, tier yeah. or on different pay yeah, there's no pay. discrimination sure. within a store but there is within the structure of the this organization so i'm sort of saying it's fine putting your you know flag up and going yeah we're going to do everything but by the way we've we've messed up a bit are they getting in there before someone else does is this is this That's about to is like. this about to drop or yeah. is someone you know what i mean yeah is it come up internally and they they're, yeah. they're worried and, and they want to get in there and before. maybe fair play to them they're, they're putting it out there but it just sort of felt to me don't tell us to go and shop elsewhere if we don't like it when you haven't been inclusive they're basically saying yeah. if you don't want to be inclusive shop elsewhere and we, we haven't been we haven't been inclusive either but consciously right. or unconsciously yeah. this is where we are yeah and we're not as diverse as we yeah. would like to be and you can see the point i'm making if i just put that up as a statement and people are going to go well, what does he mean why, why is it around race what, what's he on about we, what's yeah, his, what's I could his say, point what's your point yeah and my point is if you're going to to put something up there that you're supporting in, in a very clear language great there's no need to say to people if you don't like it fuck off there's no need to say that no um and so the natural conclusion of that is if someone is is racist will they not serve them do you know what i mean it's like yeah. where, where do you go with that you've yeah. made your stand as sainsbury's that's fine that's enough yeah you don't need to start having mm-hmm. cultural um i don't know judgments of everybody that walks in your store yeah right um and you're going to start policing that? Yeah. Where does that, you know, so yeah. where does it begin or end? And it, it, it does take it to the extreme. If someone went in and, and, you know, was actively a white supremacist, would Sainsbury's go, we're not going to serve you? Like, you know, where do you actually get to that point? Mm. If you've made that statement and you haven't backed it up yourself as an organisation, yeah. Yeah. You, you haven't in some ways got a leg to stand on. Fair play that they're going to do something about it, but mm. they haven't. And it's 2020. Yeah. So that's why I didn't put it out because I think texting and, and Insta stories can be blunt. And I hopefully now that that's been a bit more. Um... Is that your list? Yes. Those, Sorry. those, I've already mentioned my aftershave with myrrh and tonka. I didn't even tell you I had myrrh in as well, did I? A frankincense in there as well, did you? No. No, that would be stupid. I don't um, think you mentioned it on, on mic. Yeah, it's probably not that important. I don't think aftershave covers. You do, smell, just, well. do, you do smell nice. Joe Malone. If we're looking for sponsors, <laughs> yeah, I'd so want Joe Malone. <laughs> Seriously, anything. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the only one other thing on my list is weighted blanket, and that can come towards the end. You carry on with your next. Bit no, because you that's... sent me. It was on the lines of what you just talked about. You sent me something this morning, which uh, I think we mentioned in the last episode. I went really mm-hmm. prove it kind of thing. This was from. Should I say who it was? Yes, fine. So it's yeah. from uh, Dr. Christina. I don't know who, who she is, but you sent me this one. It was on your uh, Instagram story. Where I, I presume that she's saying this. Yes. So it says, uh, depression is not trendy. Anxiety is not cute. Eating disorders are not glamorous. Addiction is not edgy. The media and society as a whole needs to collectively stop romanticizing mental health struggles. Mm-hmm. And I really? Yeah. Because I had a question mark. You see my inflection in my voice? Mm. <laughs> and I gave a balanced reply, which was... No, you went totally. Yeah. And then, which I'm grateful you did, you sent, I presume, what was under this. Yeah, from her. Yeah, yeah, she wrote it. was it. on Instagram, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was good. I'll just quickly read it, just yeah, for, for context off the back of that. So she puts, the wildly popular young adult novel where the high school student leaves a scavenger hunt of cassette tapes outlining her reasons for suicide. The television series where main character's anxiety is portrayed as a cute little quirk. The emaciated model in designer clothes plastered all over the magazines at the grocery store checkout line. The edgy bad boy in your favourite film who abuses substances, yet his lovers find him irresistible and intriguing. The media and society as a whole needs to collectively stop romanticising mental health struggles. 
There is a distinct line between raising awareness and perpetuating the idea that struggling with your mental health is a desirable state to be in. That was good because it was context. Yeah. So what it did make me go was, oh yeah, yeah, I'm I'm aware of that. Mm -hmm. What it made me think to myself was, I'm not aware of that. Okay. Which then got me thinking, because I'm an overthinker, about why I don't. Mm -hmm. Or is it true? Did did, did that thought go through your head or... No, it, it wasn't. Well, I certainly didn't think, well, that's bullshit. No, no. I went, no. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Of course. Yeah, I looked at it and went, but yeah, I need that's more information. Everywhere. I need. Yeah, no, but no, but I think that what it made me think was, I think I'm, I noticed those things. Mm-hmm. But because they don't necessarily affect me directly yeah. or the way they're framed, and we're talking about this in the last episode yeah. about the way things are framed, it didn't make me think that that would be a problem for the people who suffer from any one of those disorders conditions okay can i just can i just interrupt so because there's something that this might lead on to in a minute i just want to be clear so what you're saying is that when you saw those first statements from your lived experience yes good weapon you didn't recognize that those were things no or triggers for people yeah who suffer those from those things so your first thought was really where does that come from yeah. Okay. Because right. I think the statement was so bold. Yeah. But the examples are actually really subtle. Mm-hmm. And this was talking about framing mm-hmm. and how framing, you know, we're talking about drinking in the last one. Yeah. And how subtleties of, of messaging from other people and people around you can be often too subtle. You don't quite notice, but you feel them. Mm-hmm. But maybe mm-hmm. consciously, there's a layer where you don't, doesn't quite go in. Yeah. So I think that was good for me because it was a learning for me to go, actually, I see that actually quite a lot. Yeah. If I, and what I will do, and this is a, this is probably, we touched on this a couple of episodes ago. If I'm now watching anything on TV or listening to anything with this in mind, mm-hmm. I will, I might go, there's an example yeah. of those things. So I think it's about, like I said, lived experience, the things I read, the things that the, the people I hang out with, the, the way people talk have kind of masked that or made that such I guess these subtleties have become such a norm, mm-hmm. maybe part of the fabric of society, whatever you want to say. Yeah. It becomes such a, a wall of noise, mm-hmm. a, I guess a wall of acceptance, a bit of language, yeah. of meaning. Yeah. Is it something... Because, because it's always been done, it's always, you know, it's like drinking has always, always largely always been acceptable to do. Mm-hmm. It's okay. But now, know, cocaine, but, 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 but now cocaine's acceptable. <laughs> yeah. It is. Y- yeah. People talk about cocaine in you know and this is a sweeping generalization it cocaine isn't acceptable for everyone but going back when i was working in prisons 10 15 20 years ago cocaine was and especially crack cocaine was was you know the root cause of the, the vast majority of um acquisitive crime you know drug related crime to get money and suddenly now cocaine is talked about because celebrities do it. And quite often, one of the things that I've got a, a bit of a bugbear with is quite often a, a celebrity will, you know, um, yeah, say, you know, I had this period or recently when I was doing this and yes, I've used a lot of cocaine. I'm sort of thinking we've got to the point where people are quite happy to share something that a few years ago they would have been arrested for. They'd lose their job, their job yeah. Or also this bit about glamorising... The, the drug industry is dirty and horrible and a few celebrities taking cocaine in the back of a bar. It's not news anymore, is it? No, but it also clouds the issue yeah. of the hundreds of thousands of people suffering every day. Mm. And I think it then becomes exactly as... Uh, like, so as, the romanticising of drinking, yes. romanticising of drug taking, romanticising of mental health issues. Yeah. But I said I, I probably wouldn't have brought mental health under that romanticization yeah. for one of a, a real word if that's not one um i want to say nuance it's because it's not it's not it's not nuance for people where this is just you know trigger you know, we, we're using language and using words we could be talking about addiction or even acceptance you pointed yeah. out to me even yeah. that word can mean lots of different things in terms yeah. of mental health so i've got to be very wary of yeah because i'm uneducated in a lot of sure. that so i guess it, like i said it's, it's for those people who have either experienced it or haven't it has and the way it's framed has different meanings and connotations for people so i yeah. guess that's where i'm coming from it just hadn't but now i'm aware i will probably likely look out for that mm. so it's, it's like the blm movement it, yeah. you know just when you think you know you got it in your head how you believe yeah things are put out there and you go i didn't know that was a because that's not my lived experience i didn't yeah. even know that would be a problem for yeah. anybody yeah and of course yeah. it is 
it's just not i you know i can try and step out of myself and put myself in someone else's shoes mm-hmm. but i can't do that for every second of my life i don't know what that feels having suffered that mm-hmm. discrimination or that disorder or that affliction mm-hmm. for every single day of my life for my whole life or for the last 20 years or 10 years yeah do you know do you know what i mean yeah I mean, when I, 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 I can't feel it unless I go through it myself. But you, you mentioned when we were just chatting between podcasts about um, the Freddie Flintoff documentary yeah. on bulimia. And again, it's one of those instances, I think, where I think I have a concern, especially around mental health. There's almost a slight badge of honour in terms that there's almost that bit around sharing mental health issues. And we, we did this thing not long ago. It's not always good to talk. Mm-hmm. But I think there's an increasing pressure that, that, and probably more because of lockdown, that people will share, which is good. Mm. But I think it can almost be that there's a groundswell of, a, of opinion that if you're not sharing, somehow you're missing out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's very few people that I speak to who went, actually, lockdown's been great for me. I've been able to do loads of painting in my house. I've done lots of exercise. I've got on top of my diet, and really, it's been great. Yeah. The majority of the people will find things in lockdown that have been very difficult with them. And I think that is true. Lockdown is difficult. I'm not, yeah. I'm not minimizing that. Yeah. What I'm saying is that there is that element if everyone around you is going, isn't it terrible on your mental health or isn't it terrible on this, that, that, that mental health then becomes, I don't mean diluted. This is sounding almost like there's no, a hierarchy no, no, of mental no. health, but it's almost as if. It's like when everyone's talking about something, you said if you're not talking about it, yeah you, you're doing the classic yeah why am i am i something wrong with me that i don't feel that or yeah. should i should i should you know we're into that yeah yeah and this is all around acceptance isn't it yeah and if you yeah. look at things i think i think the other thing is around language as well i mean depression is we talked about this with melancholia um depression is the most misused word it, it isn't just you know it isn't just being a bit pissed off and it isn't just being sad and it yeah. isn't you know yeah Yes, and, and, right. in terms of the personality disorders, there's a massive range of personality disorders that are, are each of them has its own mm. specific context and it is a lived experience and it isn't something yeah. that you pick up and then put down again. And everyone could write their own book about their experiences of that yeah. and they'll all be different. Yes. They'll be shared themes and, and yeah. language. Um, but the extent to which it hits people or it impacts yeah. on their life is going to be very difficult and it takes me back to what I, and I'm just looking at my phone again just to, to repeat this con, going back to the addictions continued use despite adverse consequences mm-hmm. and I think although we're not talking about addictions with mental health on this instance we're talking about that something I'm not saying constant consistent continued use of mental health the continued prevalence of mental health for some people will have continued adverse consequences day in day out hour in yes. hour out some other elements of mental health are to do with moods feelings where you are at a certain period of time but it isn't something that's integral so integral to your personality that it that it permeates every cell in your body and i think we've got to be careful that we we appreciate the gradations of all these things rather than going i'm depressed (laughs) you know yeah as as some capture and that's yeah and that is the same as that person yeah. And, yeah and it isn't because it might not have adverse consequences it might be that you don't feel very happy your your form of depression doesn't have adverse consequences yeah. you just sit and eat chocolates and everything's okay yeah, yeah for somebody sure. else it can be the adverse consequences can obviously be mm. you know massive so i think that's a little bit why i sent that out and as i said to you it's interesting i got a good response from people mm. from that story just little supportive things yeah um but more than it seemed to resonate with a lot of mm. people we talked about challenges two episodes ago yeah and okay there's a there's a slight little challenge there me going you know and you kind of oh, you know, at least you did you you kind of gave me the context of that but I've, I've challenged my own perception of of what i'm what i'm seeing i guess mm-hmm. the subtlety and nuance and i think i said it a couple of episodes ago where it's it's the things that aren't being said mm-hmm. that often the most terrifying mm-hmm. and that can be things can be that subtle they're almost not being said yeah um and like i said they all they become normalized and they become part of our fabric and part of our language mm-hmm. and we don't question them mm. Mm. and i think if we're doing anything it's trying to pick these things out just give them a little bit of a shakedown yeah we keep talking about acceptance we haven't kind of got onto it and i said i didn't really know until about half an hour ago that that word can mean lots of different things I, but yeah but the reason i bring it up is because it's always the thing that pops into my head it can be it can mean lots of different things but i think in, in terms of this context it's about 
It's maybe about accepting the way I have thought about something. Mm-hmm. For someone who questions a lot of yeah. things, yeah. there's lots of stuff I haven't questioned. It's all the learning curve, mm-hmm. isn't it? Like I said, I think mm-hmm. as soon as you think you know about a subject, mm-hmm. someone comes along with their shared experience, with their experience, yeah. shared yeah. experience and goes, well, it's like this for me. And you go, oh, I didn't even realize that was, didn't even think that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Didn't even think that would bother you. Like, you know, we can't go around creating an anxiety level in ourselves for the fear of getting something wrong. Because I think yeah. that is huge yeah. as well, isn't it? That's how it? you learn, isn't it? Yeah, but I think if you kind of accept that, one, that we don't know it all, mm. accept that maybe humility is probably m- more important than we ever give credit for. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just going, okay, I, I wasn't aware. I, I don't, yeah. <laughs> admitting you don't know it all, that's kind of acceptance for me. Yeah. Accepting there's, there is, there's real struggles out there for people. Yeah picking these things up shaking them down without that we'll never solve the problem mm. or get close to so we're never going to solve it <laughs> I, I think, think we you know we never, never yeah. get close to understanding being empathetic these are these things are kind of are more institutionalized yeah aren't they yeah that's, i think that's that's probably what i was trying to say yeah is that it's so in, it's, it's become so much part of our everyday language that we don't actually realise what it what damages it, it's doing. But but the whole thing, it's interesting there, you brought language. There was, there was two things that came to my mind. I listened to, um, on the Sam Harris Making Sense podcast, which I think I'm going to reference every single time. Um, I listened to um, his interview with Ricky Gervais. And I've been in two minds about Ricky Gervais for a while in terms of, are you a, a publicist? Are you self-promoting? Are you saying things to evoke response and then sitting back and going, oh, wasn't me, whoa, whoa, that's your problem you <laughs> yeah. can't deal with jokes about. You yeah, know. yeah. And it was a fantastic interview and I learned two things from it that are probably relevant to this. One is around language. He was talking to Sam Harris and they were talking about the, the, the use of the word retard. Mm. And for, for since I can remember, I have, I have flinched whenever I've heard anyone use that word. And it's still been in common parlance yeah. till relatively recently. And to me, it's like, it's the most demeaning, hurtful, judgmental word, but people have used it mm. or sometimes done facial expressions to almost go, oh, you're, yeah, yeah. and then doing that. And I'm thinking there couldn't be anything more severe in terms of mental health, in terms of, I think that word is a horrible word. There's other words that we've, we've got rid of because we think they're inappropriate, but that seems to have lingered. Mm-hmm. And the bit I was going to say was that when you were saying about earlier about your lived experience and that you didn't necessarily appreciate that, you know, you can look at, uh, at your furrow, but there's lots of other furrows either side. And once yeah. you get a, a look into those, you can yeah. then be better placed to help those people or support yeah. those people or, or empathize with them. And he gave an example, Ricky Gervais, which I thought was brilliant. Um, he gave an example of being on a plane and an announcement came over and it said, unfortunately, we have a child with a severe nut allergy, so we won't be um, serving peanuts today with your meal. Like, apologies for this, but you'll understand why. And everyone's like, little round of applause. And yep. yeah, of course we understand why. And Ricky Gervais said he'd never wanted a peanut as much in his life, <laughs> having been told he can't have yeah. one. Um, and so he told this story that the next time he went on a flight, he um, smothered himself with peanut butter <laughs> to get round the sort of peanut ban, which is obviously an <laughs> absurd thing to say. And someone tweeted him and said, like, do you realize my son has a severe allergy? If you had coated yourself in peanut butter, he yeah. could have actually died. Yeah. And he said he ignored this woman, but she kept uh, she kept tweeting him. Right. And in the end, he got so riled, he sort of went back something along the lines of do you not understand what i make jokes about yeah and she said well you shouldn't joke about that that's my son he could have died and if you'd and he went number one i'm not going to smear myself in peanut butter Mm -hmm. let's just make that straight that would be wrong but number two he said i make jokes about the holocaust Mm. it doesn't mean i support the holocaust it doesn't Mm. mean i agree with anything that happened but a comedian's job is to push those boundaries yeah and she said (laughs) but you shouldn't joke about my son because he could have died. And she went, yeah. he went back to him and went, I joke about the Holocaust. Six million Jews were yeah. killed. And she tweeted back and said, yeah, but they didn't kill any children. And oh. he went, I've lost, there's no conversation <laughs> or no argument, but the point I'm making, Good the grief. point I'm making was from her 
perception of reality, obviously her son and her looking after her son and protecting him from what could have been, yeah. was all-consuming. Yeah. She didn't need to know about anything else that was going on in the world. That was her life. Yeah. And he's trying to say to her, you know, there's a whole number of other furrows that you need, you know, you need to be aware of. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's very similar to, to what we're saying now is yeah. that the more we know about these other furrows, the more we know about other people's daily experiences, yeah. the better placed we can, we can be, be to help them. Yeah. We've got Drop and Give Me 20. I missed that in the last episode. That music? Yeah, your section. Yeah. We got it now. Yeah, it's back. It's back with so a bang. We've kind of we're running away with ourselves this episode again. Yeah, I think we? we got a lot. We got a lot of. Um, it's coming out of us like lava. <laughs> <laughs> Java lava. That's one of my favourite ground coffees. Is it? Mm, just mm. putting that out there. Okay, testosterone. <laughs> well done. Um, I subtitled this again. More... Seamless from all the things we've been talking about, <laughs> isn't it? Really? What? language or <laughs> just <laughs> um i put the, the, the subheading more than men behaving badly um i think it's got a lot of bad press so no apologies uh examine.com link will be in the show notes this is a fantastic resource um so i am using them i'm using one or two other resources just to to give us a whistle stop tour um and i think this comes from our bit around not knowing our bodies we were talking about it, weren't we? Yeah. Like in reference to, well, all sorts, really. But I think this is just about, it's mm -hmm. something that people talk about. It's about listening to your body, knowing what it needs, yeah. whatnot, but also understanding, you know, that there's plenty we don't know about it. Yeah. And it's I think the, mystery. the thing with testosterone, I think, is the fact that it, I think if you asked a lot of people, it would be, well, it's guys who have too much of it. I just think of the muscle emoji when you say testosterone. Yeah. testosterone. yeah. I can't even, can't even say it. <laughs> Um, so it's a hormone produced by the human body, mostly in men produced uh, by the testicles. Um, it's responsible for uh, sperm production, sex drive, but it also builds muscles and bone mass. So it does have importance wider than just reproduction. Is it only made in the testicles? I think it's mainly made. I think there's a little bit made elsewhere, but I think the vast majority is made in the testicles. I just like saying the word testicles. Okay. Sounds nice in the headphones, <laughs> doesn't it? Um, it does. It's also a key player in prostate cancer, which I'll come to. We mentioned prostate cancer a few times, but I'll come back to it. One of the um, things that my dad had was was steroid injections to reduce his testosterone. Right. Um, and I think it had quite a big effect on him sort of emotionally as well. Right, as, yeah. as, a, as a man, he would sometimes say to me, you know, I, this has changed me quite a bit in terms of feelings and body as well. Okay. Um, was it so suppressing it? made him more passive did it less i, I think of testosterone as, as aggressive i think of it as energy i think it that's how i think of it as... i think it's as, as much on the sexual side as on the right the energy and muscle building. okay yeah right. um it is um it is found in women too it's produced in the ovaries and it's one of several androgens androgen androgen androgens yeah uh, those are male sex hormones it does have um, impact on women for bone strength as well. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go through one or two things in exam, as I said, because it was it was very um, interesting what they did. And it said one of the things is very high. It's very hard to say what is low and what is high testosterone. It's it's a little bit like discussion we had on mental health. What was happens for one person is different for another. So it isn't like levels of. I don't know, oxygen in your blood, whereas if you have a certain percentage, that's good, and if you have a low percentage, that's bad. So yeah. testosterone isn't like, this is your reading, therefore you're going to struggle. Yeah. Um, so it's estimated that 40% of men over the age of 40 have low testosterone, low being biomedical you know, value, but only 10% have the symptoms. So this is the point I'm making. You can have low testosterone. You might not ever know. But you might not ever know. Is it something you lose? Or is it something, am I jumping the gun a bit? With a, is it something that naturally dissipates? Um, it does dissipate, yeah. It dissipates, I think, in a, a linear fashion in terms that, you know, as the years go on, bits and bits and bits disappear. Okay. Whereas for women, I think um, the relationship between testosterone and estrogen happens with a big bang when you've got the menopause right. it's much more of an impactful thing whereas sure. with men it's a gradual thing mm -hmm. um interestingly and i didn't know this till i got in uh on the exam and the second pie chart i'll just show you the pie charts there 
I don't know why I'm showing them. No, I couldn't no. Even, it's so quick, I couldn't even read yeah. them. <laughs> um, the second one is that vitamin D may boost testosterone levels. Here we go. Yeah, it had to, didn't it? <laughs> uh, in research done by Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the University of Mark. Yes. Yeah, it's estimated that 40% of men are deficient in vitamin D. Um, right. and vitamin D may boost testosterone levels. Again, didn't know that. Uh -huh. cool. And what they put on, and I think these two pictures might be worth maybe putting on Instagram, is um, they, they just suddenly put these in in the middle. And one is the vicious cycle of staying up late and feeling crappy, which is a very good scientific term. My life. <laughs> and they just have this circle. So it goes poor sleep leads to poor impulse control the next day, right. which leads to staying up late which leads to eating too much, which is feeling crappy and poor sleep. And I thought, that is a vicious cycle yeah, statement. Is, yeah. And this was interesting. They then put on top of that the vicious cycle of failed treatment. So basically, you've got your feeling crappy. You try and do something about it. So you try supplements or a restrictive diet. Nothing's, help, nothing's helping you feel hopeless. You spend all your time on the internet researching or distracting yourself. Dissatisfaction, further health issues doctor's treatment not helping and the whole thing goes around again why they put this into testosterone i don't know but i think it's in terms of the impact it has on moods and feeling and that mm -hmm. what's causing it um it peaks around the age of 18 and it declines like i said in a linear fashion by one to two percent every year from about your 30s right. uh, about the 40s most men start worrying and at 65 over half men are now low in it right so this is, there's a couple of things here. We're not going to go into a massive deep dive. I'm just going to chuck out a few things. I think we'll refer back to it, uh -huh. but here's a couple of things. Overtraining and undereating or undertraining and overeating have very negative effects. Yeah. If you exercise too much and don't eat enough, you increase the production of cortisol. And cortisol is a stress hormone. I've talked about that with you yeah, as well, yeah. haven't I? Yeah. And with a lot of my clients. And that leads to lower testosterone. So the idea of going into a gym, doing as much working out as you can, could actually lower your testosterone. Right. Okay. The other side of it is that when you're eating a lot and you're not working out enough, that produces excess body fat, excess estrogen, mm -hmm. lower testosterone. Right. So this is all about balance. This yeah. isn't about going to the gym six days a week. That's one of our your cloud words, balance. It is. Balance is always there. Mm -hmm. Some diet factors are low-fat intake, helps alcohol linking in again with what we we're talking about moderate to high consumption can lower testosterone by up to seven percent mm -hmm. environmental factors which i'm not going to go into at this point but there's something around bpa which is a plastic found in bottles um but oh, we'll go into that later yeah. is that the new car smell <laughs> all the plastics bpa you know the, the new car yeah, smell is, yeah. is plastics giving off and they're saying some of it can seep from bottles into yours. So there's a lot right, of drink okay. containers now that don't have BPA in it. So we're going to just finish off with five top things about normalizing it. Firstly, supplementation. Don't rely on supplements as your only treatment. There is, there is um, testosterone supplements that can be done on prescription for people right. with low... That, but that isn't something that people should go out. I have worked with bodybuilders that have taken it um, and the effect on your bodies of, of massive doses of steroids um are horrific right. um here's my advice don't take steroids <laughs> <laughs> probably enough right? yeah um eat your veggies broccoli and other vegetables can reduce estrogen levels get your sleep sleep deprivation can reduce testosterone by 10 to 20 percent don't overtrain that can reduce it by 20 to 30 percent and understand the science and if you look on exam.com um there's a specific guide there about things that you can do but yeah Simple things there. Don't overtrain. Get your sleep. Don't rely on supplements. Don't do steroids. Right. And your testosterone levels should stay at a much better level. Excellent. Sorted. Any other business, Mark? I've mentioned weighted blanket. Just one thing on that testosterone. Someone I know will get in touch with me and said, what about polycystic ovary syndrome, which is really, really important for women. We will cover that at some stage. I don't feel I'm the best person. It's a cause of high testosterone in women, this particular condition or syndrome. Um, and I think it does need to be looked at because it has massive implications, but I don't want to just give a one minute. You know what? There's a lot of stuff, isn't there? In life. In life, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's no complicated. One, no wonder people are overwhelmed. Mm. 
There's a time when you probably got all these things, never knew what they were. No. You just put up with them. You know what I mean? Go on. You know, again, so we haven't got really talked about the social dilemma, but it was about, you know, well, they talked about not necessarily been an information overload. It's a disinformation overload now. Mm-hmm. But arguably there's, we know so much because the first thing we do is, is go to Dr. Google. Yeah. Don't we? Yeah. And everything has Google a name Google is now. probably the first point of contact mm. over any Jeep, I would argue, mm. over any healthcare professional now. Mm. Would you say that's true? You know, lump on my whatever, or I've got this that you do, don't you? If I go to a GP I haven't seen before and I met, mention my genetic mutation, he'll Google it in front of me to find out what it means. <laughs> that makes you sound like a mutant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you don't have a superpower, do you? No. Six, six fingers is useful, but it's not a superpower. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> God. So, sleep. I I texted Adam earlier and I said, like, where's your bloody question for this week? Yeah. But and, and he went, he, he then showed me a photograph of an earlier text about asking about sleep. And we've covered this, Adam. We've covered it. We're not going to tell you about blue lights and blackout screens. No, but we did get into um, weighted blankets. Weighted blankets. And I think I texted you, didn't I? Because literally that evening, what appeared in my Instagram stories... I'm going to guess. <laughs> Go on, have, a, have one guess. <laughs> and I text you and you and that's funny because I've had exactly the same ad for Yeah, with exactly the same firm as yeah. you. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was way to blank. Okay, yeah. so what did you go and do, Mark? I went and bought one because that's what the adverts told me to do. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I did people it. People like you. <laughs> that, <laughs> that keep the capitalist economy going. Yes. So I bought one and I, I got the biggest, heaviest way to blank it. Nine point. you're not competitive at no. all. <laughs> no one I know has got one at 9.2 kilos. No one I know. Probably no one's got one. You can basically bench press it at night. <laughs> <laughs> well, getting up is a, is, a, is a bench press in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got the way to blank it. It's not that strong. I've, <laughs> it can't be that strong. It can compress. Com- I've got, um, <laughs> I've had three nights. It is heavy. It is heavy. The whole point, right? Yeah, it's got glass beads in it. Yeah, I read that. Does it make a noise? Does it sound like a bag of marbles? <laughs> <laughs> you roll over, you clink, 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 clink. Is you rock? No? It's like you're marveling. marveling That's the best I could do. Yeah. I mean, I've not worked on it. I would have thought you would have had, like, the goats. <laughs> marbles Don't downhill. Tempt <laughs> Don't tell me. Um, the only thing that stopped is I suffer from... I suffer from bloody everything, don't I, really, oh, to be honest. But yeah. I suffer from terrible nightmares, like horrific nightmares. Okay. And my last three nights sleep, I haven't had a nightmare. Would you have ghosts, spiders, death? Oh, you, you have? Oh, yeah. You don't, I'm not, you don't want to know. Yeah. Um, but I haven't had for the last three nights. So, bearing oh. in mind that the research was around, it stimulates the feel? feeling of being petted. You look stroked. well today. Thank you. Because I've been petted by me blanket. Um, so maybe that was something. Maybe the, the whatever it was producing inside me gave me a more... The sleep wasn't any better, but it certainly wasn't disturbed by It's one of those things sometimes you could have... You feel like you've, you, know, you don't remember getting up or wake, rolling over, waking up. Oh, you can't roll over with this. <laughs> you, <laughs> you're little you're on your thinned, back there. Yeah. But you could feel like you, you've had good sleep because you weren't disturbed, yet feel like absolute shit. Mm-hmm. Then nights where you've, you know, you felt like you've been waking up every 10 minutes and you feel a million bucks. Yeah. So I haven't quite, I can't work it out. Mm. And I had the, the Garmin app tracking my sleeping and it just, if I could get 20 minutes of deep sleep. Because I'm about night, three I would, and a half hours of deep sleep. Yeah, well, you've said that to me. Yeah. And I'm like, I never got above 40 minutes was probably the max. Mm. That can't be right unless my Garmin was off or... I just, I can't deep sleep. I don't know. Or we could swap garments and see what happens. <laughs> that would work, wouldn't it? It would be the proper test, wouldn't yeah. it? Uh, so anyway, that's, that's, that's Adam's answer to the way to blanket. I'm, I, tried, I tried a colleague, a colleague of mine had a sad lamp. Mm-hmm. It looked very sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling now. Yeah. Um, you're, you're aware of sad lamps? Yes. Seasonal. Are you checking the football? No, it, it pinged. Oh, that what? Oh, I thought I heard. So I thought it was... Some I've just outside. gone against everything. I've Unbelievable! Said. I had it on to play the pronunciation yeah. of of that place, tsunami. That's Sur- not right. Tsunami? No. Sur- that sounds like tsunami. So we kind of this is all for this probably one listener. Yeah. In this amazing part of North North South America, North, Northeast South America. Yeah. Yeah, we can't even pronounce their country. Imagine if your name, your surname was West, and you lived in Northeast South America. 
it'd be like the whole pack, wouldn't it? Would it? North, east, south, and your name was West. I'm trying too hard, mate. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the sad lamp didn't work on me at all. Okay. I kind of I like the idea, and I kind of wanted it to. It just didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm. I think I'm sensitive, but I'm, I don't think I'm. Those things. I don't think they'd work on me. I'll, I'll try your blanket out. So okay. I'm not going to buy you one. Can try it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll bring it over. You can try it next. Adam, you've got to wait. <laughs> um, I don't want this to slip. I don't know how long we've been going. It seems like most of the. It, it, I don't it, know what's happened these last two, but no, we've been on it. You're going to have to edit. I, I, I really want to talk about the geography of our listeners. I just want to, I just, I just need to say it. Go on, get so, it out. I don't want you going home having bottled this up. What I want to say it is, it sounds like I just watch inane quiz shows all day. You I was do. watching an inane quiz show the other day. People like you that keep these things on the TV. Mm. So this was on Pointless. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's quite clever. Actually. And they asked, the question was, um, an American state capital or an American state without I in the name the letter i oregon yeah there are several yeah oh right that wasn't just the one okay that's the whole point of pointless isn't it yeah yep and so anyway texas yes that was the most popular new jersey you're just looking at a map i'm literally i'm looking at a list of (laughs) just oh listing are you listing all the people that listen to us yeah 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 yeah. i feel sorry for for virginia they got two eyes i have can't mention them district of columbia we got that Mm, that's just come online. <laughs> that's just got an eye. That's got two eyes. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted. Anyway, so what they soon found out was that the contestants who were doing states like you with Oregon and Texas were getting big points, mm-hmm. as and big points is bad. And then one pair, both of them were really clever, and she said, "I'll go for Albany." Do you know what Albany is? Actually, it's not a state. No. It's the state capital of New York. It's like, how on earth do we not know that? Oh, state. Okay, it wasn't. Okay. So that was one. And so um, I got this map of the states up and I've been learning all the states and all the state capitals because I don't know about it. And that's wrong. And America's a great country. You are totally ass kissing now, aren't you? I just love the fact that it's 11 to 12 percent of our. I just want I just want. Would you like to know the um, the breakdown? Um, So it's 11 percent. Yeah of our total listenership is the United States. That's so the, we've got to we've got to bear that in mind. Yeah, we have, yeah. I was just going to list them off. Virginia, Oregon, Washington, Texas, California, New Jersey, North Carolina, and District of Columbia. Mm. It's cool, right? Hello? It is, it is cool. Vermont, that was one of the states. Oh, yeah, that's good. I, and that sounded like it was in Canada to me. I was thinking of states, but you said state capitals. No, 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 that's a state. Vermont's a state in America. Oh, Who knew? God, no, I don't know. We're so uneducated. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's my... I'm surprised Job anyone listened to us, to be honest. Well, they don't for geography Just tips, muppets. do they? <laughs> no. Um, but the stats are good. We went past 800 listens. Chuffed. Our audience is going up. Um, so we'll just keep cracking on, right? Before these two. Yeah, well, that's CA. <laughs> um, but it is odd because we finished them. And sometimes, you know, we talked about it before. Sometimes we feel pretty good. Sometimes we just have no idea how they went. Mm. Um, and then some people kind of, you know, someone someone said to you, oh, I didn't think that was your good best one and someone goes i thought it was your best one you're like yeah that's just the person that said this is really interesting the person said it wasn't our best one was listening whilst they were working which was really interesting they said that afterwards as a caveat and you had made that point that yeah, listening they're not really listening to this rubbish while you're working we're being heard yeah not being listened to exactly uh gonna have to wrap it up can we do just do one I, i'm terrible aren't i can we just do one shout out for like colombo oh, just one more thing no, that was his name wasn't it that? Yeah, so Columbo would, well, pretty. So here's right. So Columbo, the first person Columbo ever talked to mm. is the murderer. Okay. That's the first thing you ever noticed that. No. Every single. I'm pretty sure it's every single episode. So I hope is someone correct like, me. Like in Scooby Doo. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the yeah the person the first person they go in and yeah. they talk to. But he so he questioned them and he'd walk away, wouldn't he? Mm. And turn around and go, just one more thing. It's like he's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and he's yeah. got a cigar, isn't he? I, yeah, yeah. I actually did the. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Um, it always just one more thing. That was his thing, wasn't it? Just okay. one more. Oh, and, and, they, and you can see in their faces, like, oh, then they fall no, for he's it. And he's, yeah, yeah, just breaking them down. Okay, so just one more thing. We're going to do a pop up, and it's going to be around why in 2020 are people, mostly women, not exclusively women, uncomfortable in gyms? 
And I think it's a really, really good discussion point. Yep. Um, I've written out to a few people, some PTs, um, some women that train, some men that train. And I think we're going to do 25, 30 minutes of just yep. diving into that. It isn't acceptable. It isn't acceptable in 2020 with everything going up. It's around been acceptable. No, <laughs> no. But why have we done nothing about it? Why are people not able to go into public gym because of all the reasons we'll be given? It's understandable. It's not acceptable. It's completely understandable. Just because we're in 2020, you know, makes it even more understandable for me. Because you're talking about polarization and, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Right, wrong, and, and the, you know, the pressures we're all feeling. It's totally obvious why people, even more people don't. I, you know, I'm not comfortable in them now. I train with you. I can go in there and I, I know broadly, I can go and pick the things and I know yeah. what I'm doing now yeah. to a certain degree. But I'm not, I don't do that. Hmm. So but this I, has think got to be good, I think it's a really good thing. This is a bit of a campaign. I just thought, this is wrong. Full stop. We need yep. to talk about it. We need to see, we maybe even need to speak to some gyms and go, and it isn't yeah. about segregation and chucking women. There was a one gym I went to that had a women's weight area mm -hmm. where everything was like colored and no, little, little no. weights. I mean, no. Don't patronize women. I like my little weights, don't I? <laughs> those, little, those little tiny weedy ones you've yeah. got on the end. Oh, uh, what did someone that... call them? Biscuits. Someone called them biscuits the other day. Wayne, oh, no, the little, the little dumbbells. Biscuits. The little tiny, the smallest ones oh, you've the got. Oh, one, the one kilo dumbbells. Oh, I love them. Yeah, but you smash those. Fair play. <laughs> it's just so cute, and they're just underused. I like them. I just feel like they need to be, you know, need to have their little moment in the in the yeah, moment of glory. Yeah, um, that's it. I'm exhausted. Yeah, cut out that you're exhausted. I'm I'm elated. <laughs> Keep that. I'm in. absolutely done. <laughs> I'm energized. Come on, come on. Sorry. No, it's been really good. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed um, it. Uh, good luck with the editing. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. That's it for this episode. Well done for getting this far and thanks for listening. All links and references will be in our show notes. Please make sure you subscribe to us via your favourite or non-favourite podcasting app. And if you're enjoying this pod, then please do share the love and tell a friend or foe or whoever you feel might benefit from having us in exactly. their ears. Don't be strangers. Please, please mm. get in touch. As you said in the Insta story, we are needy. Very needy. Very needy. I mean, you're probably more needy for me, but I am. Do you think? I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> I keep it well covered. <laughs> Give us a follow on Instagram and send your feedback to um, to our email, which is imfinecast at gmail.com. In the next episode, as Mark said, we're going to be doing the pop-up pop -up. in the next one. Yeah. And, um, and we'll, we'll see you there. So thanks for listening and see you next time. Yeah, thanks all.